an interview with County Commissioner Eric Coolidge on broadband here in Tioga County and an interview with former State Representative Matt Baker on the Tioga County Homeless Initiative, what I love about fall, that and so much more on today's Conversations with Clint. All right, and joining us really on the spot, Commissioner Cool has just called me, and uh, we had a great event yesterday, didn't we, where we talked about broadband here in Tioga County. Yeah, yeah, we really did, Clint. And, you know, um, I kind of use this term quite a little bit, but I think it, it fits. It's about making an investment. And I really believe that AT&T and FirstNet did just that. They made an investment, not just in themselves, but in the community, in all those individuals, whether it's uh, emergency services, fire departments, uh, law enforcement, and the community at large, we're all going to see the return on that investment. I think it's a blessing. Yeah, it was a, it was a great event to hear about the great work that FirstNet and, and AT&T, which is really a public-private partnership, and we've talked about those in the past and how critical they are to the success of the Commonwealth and to see areas just like ours grow. Uh, so to be able to, to that, with the backdrop of the, the bright blue sky over that tower was exciting. They've invested in really three different towers in Tioga County, uh, one in uh, up in Middlebury, one in Ansonia, and one in Asif. And they're talking about a fourth one, aren't they, up in, uh, up in Elkland? Yeah, and the fourth one, but they also have plans, and they're working through those plans to have uh, a couple more sites that will help eliminate those dead spots. Um, and so, you know, we get the advantage of that. Uh, it's really a, a great cooperative measure by which we're, we're going to be benefiting from it. So the primary goal here, uh, for those that don't know about FirstNet, is to make it uh, available. It's really a premier service for first responders um, and our police uh, folks here in, in all across the district. But the ripple effect of that is, it's a it's the the private end of it is you have AT and T who is also providing service. So you're seeing expanded cell phone coverage in a rural community, which is really great. I, I held up a picture of um, Jen Butler. We both know Jen. She <laughs> your grandkids yep. and my kids, uh, 4-H leader, um, just a phenomenal uh, family. Uh, she's a teacher up in Northern Tioga. Last year during the pandemic, she was literally teaching uh, from a hay wagon trying to connect with her students. Uh, in investments just like this are going to make that a little bit easier. Maybe she doesn't have to sit out um, in a lawn chair by a hay bale, but she could actually sit in her house and connect with her kids every now and then. Imagine that. Um, hopefully we don't ever have to go through that again in our schools, but we want to make sure that our teachers are able to be connected with their students all the time. And, and that's a that's a real life story. And there's tons of them just like that, aren't there? Well, you know, and I'll add a little another element here. You know, there are uh, businesses and industries that uh, look at areas that have all of what we offer in terms of aesthetics and environment and so on. And if it does, maybe someplace down the road, bring that kind of uh, smokestack <laughs> where the smokestack isn't necessary, but the business can be built. Um, maybe we'll see some growth in that area, too. And that's that's really an option, but um, really, uh, we've seen as of yesterday, there's real investment. They're not just talking about it. They've done it, and it's, it's really a, a positive for all of us. 
It really is. And I appreciate you being there to talk about it. And um, it's it's I shared at the end for the for the folks that weren't there. Um, I talked a little bit about um, not putting not putting our area or our passions and, and our desire to see things grow on cruise control. Let's let's continue to look for that next win. What is it? Who's it involving? Um, how, how is it going to affect the community? And we don't put things on cruise control uh, here in the 68th Legislative District. And uh, we appreciate the, the support of the commissioners all across the 68th. I have the privilege of serving in Bradford, Tioga, and Potter County. Um, and we're looking for the next win, aren't we? You bet we are, and I'll be there when you pull that trigger again. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Commissioner Coolidge, for, for really an impromptu interview here, and I appreciate you jumping on the podcast today. Clint, thanks for what you do. Glad to work with you, and I think that's a blessing, too, um, it, to be able to work with our legislators and uh, share the uh, interest of public. And thanks for what you do, and take care. Great. You be safe out there. And we are also joined today, what a pleasure to have former State Representative Matt Baker on uh, on the line. Um, I guess we call you Representative, or is it Director? What, what's the correct title now, uh, Matt? Oh, well, you, you can call me anything you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yesterday, we were able to join you as you emceed a ribbon cutting. Actually, it was a groundbreaking ceremony uh, for the Tioga County Homeless Initiative. Um, what a great uh, ministry and organization here, really serving in a phenomenal way. Um, those in need in Tioga County. Talk a little bit about what that what that was and, and what we expect to see from that um, and the great work that they do. Oh, you're absolutely right, Clint. It, it was a, a wonderful ceremony with wonderful people, and it really uh, tugs at your heartstrings when you put people and their stories behind the approximate 1,273 individuals that they have ministered to and helped that were homeless for one reason or another. It could be a, a whole panoply of reasons why they become uh, homeless, unfortunately. Uh, I know for a fact that some people have actually stayed there that were totally burned out of their homes. And it's, it's not just, uh, you know, most people affiliate homelessness with, a, with uh, drugs, alcohol, and all kinds of other kinds of issues. And, but it, it really is a ministry of churches and church people mm -hmm. and civic organizations foundations, the county commissioners, uh, everybody pulling together to help those less fortunate. And, uh, you know, but for the grace of God, go we. And uh, I think there's now eight or 10 different churches that have come alongside uh, the Tioga County Homeless Initiative. And it's not just the churches and the church folks, but uh, as I said, a lot of other good people uh, and in their uh, humble, quiet way, they are really providing God's love to individuals that are less fortunate than ourselves. So uh, when I was asked to be the MC of the, the program, I, I said, absolutely, anything I can do to, to help, I, I will, and, uh, and going forward as well. So thank you for being there, Clint. Uh, thank you, County Commissioner Eric Coolidge and Mark and Roger and uh, Deb 
from Senator uh, Dush's office and so many other folks that uh, participated in the event. Yeah, it was a it was a great opportunity, and we really appreciate that. And and the new building uh, for folks that are wondering, it's it's just outside of Whitneyville, or right in Whitneyville, um, Pennsylvania, here in our in the, really the heart of our district. And um, they're they have an older facility right now, and they're going to be actually tearing that down in the spring. It looks like hopefully, and um, constructing a brand new facility um, that's really going to be state of the art and really um, providing a lot. better better uh, facilities and opportunities for the community to, to love on these folks and help them out um, and give them a hand up in some really tough times. So thank you so much, guys, for all your work in this, and it's going to be exciting. So if you see some construction happening up there, uh, we all, the Tri-County Rural Electric uh, building is being constructed in the same area. So there's going to be lots of construction going on in Whitneyville, which is really exciting to see. Uh, it really needs, it's overdue to be replaced. And by the way, they're at maximum capacity as we speak. They're, they have 16 individuals there. Every single room and bedroom is full. So the need is great, and so is the, uh, the financial need. And, and if you can't provide financial help, uh, just uh, uh, keep them in your prayers. Uh, they, they really need... Uh, uh, to continue in what they're doing. It's just wonderful. Clint, if I could jump in here for a second, I just want to allude to the fact that Matt and I were there in the very beginning when, when this was first developed, had, had some input in terms of how we got the residents and what we did. And I'm not saying that, that we were there. All I'm saying is that it's been a long, a long journey as the um, pastor put it. But here's, here's the other part, not just to stay there, but they are given instruction on financial management. They are given support to find jobs. They try to rehabilitate and give them a fresh start or, or a lift up, if you will, to give them choices and opportunity. So it's not just a place to to be resident of, but it's also with an instruction and education. So it's meeting multiple needs, if you will. And Good. so, you know, Matt, Matt and I got together to have a cup of coffee today, and you you give us a chance to speak, just like you and you and Matt and I get together from time to time. It's working together to make sure we hear what the needs are and we keep that dialogue open. Well, I appreciate this, and um, we appreciate the great work that you guys continue to do for the for the Commonwealth and for our community, and really our country. And I will let you guys get out of the cold and have that cup of coffee. I'm sure you're shivering, um, but I really appreciate you guys. This this impromptu stuff is is literally, folks, how it works here in the district, um, where we, we we love to chat about what we're doing. We love to chat about um, our our community, and this is an opportunity for us to share it with you. And and uh, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And have a thank you, Clint, for all that you're doing. Yep. Have a great day, my friend. Yep. We'll talk soon. Yes, changing gears just a little bit here. Another thing that popped up in the news this week, we had an election on Tuesday. Uh, a lot of folks came out. Really want to thank our poll workers uh, who, who've given so much time and energy to make sure that every vote is counted across our district here. Um, I got to go visit with them on a Tuesday evening at the Tioga County Courthouse and just welcome them back in and hold the door for them as they came in and thank them. So thank you to our poll workers. One thing that did come up this week later, uh, Governor Wolf was on an interview with KDKA out in Pittsburgh um, and he shared um, that he was not out at the polls and that Francis, his wife, had actually dropped off his ballot for him. 
That is against the law. Uh, so the big question is, what happens with that? If we had um, signed in the bill, if he would have signed the bill into law that we had put on his desk earlier this year, wouldn't have had to worry about that, but he did veto it, and that is against the law to have somebody else drop off your ballot for you. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the DA in York, um, I've been told that they are well aware of the situation, and um, we will see what happens with that, but um, it is against the law. We're going to post an article on our social media page about that uh, sometime today or tomorrow so that you can read a little bit more about it and get the details. Continuing on our conversation around broadband, we are continuing to look for ways to invest here in Pennsylvania. I've had the privilege of working on some pieces of legislation um, with the Senate, um, as well as the governor's office, trying to figure out a way that we can invest wisely and efficiently when we do choose to finally invest at a large scale in broadband here in Pennsylvania. Um, we are um, not sure. Um, a lot of folks have been talking about the federal package, the infrastructure package that's going through. I know that's super controversial, but one of the things that's in that um, is potentially money for broadband service in the most rural parts of our country. So we are working on making sure that if something comes from the feds, that we are prepared to spend that in an efficient way. I uh, just wanted to let you know about that. More details will be coming in the future future uh, weeks as we continue through the fall session here, but it's been an honor to be able to be a part of that to try to make sure, like I said, that we're investing wisely and efficiently to get broadband service to the last mile. Lastly today, what I love about fall, you know, it is uh, nice and brisk and cool this morning. I'm looking out of my, my window in my studio here at my house and the ground is white with frost. It's beautiful. The corn has, is die, has died and it's drying out. Um, the hay bales are there. They're ready to be sold um, for throughout the winter here. Um, but what I absolutely love, and I know this will drive some people crazy, but you're just going to have to deal with it. I love to hunt. And this time of year is the, the best time. The rut is on. And um, for me, for what I love to do the most is archery hunt, but I love to take my kids out. Um, I've got three that hunt right now, so um, it is not an abnormal thing to see us uh, in a deer stand together in the evenings um, watching them um, really make good, wise choices in, in, in their hunting and passing up those little deer and, and really looking for that, that great big deer to come out. And we just have a ton of fun do it. It's all about the memories and um, being able to really manage our wildlife in a responsible way. Um, we really appreciate the work that our game commission does uh, to, to really manage um, the resources that we have here in the Commonwealth. So what I love about fall I love archery hunting. It is a ton of fun. And um, maybe this weekend we have a number of banquets that we're going to, but I'm hoping to be able to uh, at least maybe Saturday morning get out and uh, enjoy some time in the deer stand. 
That is it for today's conversations with Clint. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to these. We're going to be doing them throughout the, the winter here. We are not going to do the video versions. Um, broadband is one of the big issues. We can get these to Harrisburg uh, from our studio here in uh, at my house, really, and be able to stay connected with you. Um, so subscribe. Tell your friends about it. We're hoping to make it interesting. We're hoping to bring lots of people in for interviews and make it very helpful for you as we bring the issues right home directly to you through this podcast and our conversations with Clint. Uh, one thing that I would encourage you to do, please go to our Facebook page. We post all during the week, all kinds of helpful information. One of the things that we have going out this week, a great interview I had with Penn Lines in the Tri-County Rural Electric Cooperative um, in their in their magazine, their monthly magazine. Really appreciate them. Uh, Jeff Fetzer, the, 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 the guy that interviewed me, really great friend of ours. Um, and he stopped out and uh, we had a campfire together, had a chat about um, my job, what I do, what I love about it. Um, please, if you get a chance uh, to check that out, we are going to put it on our uh, Facebook page. Um, but if you get the Pen Lines uh, magazine, uh, check it out. Um, we really appreciate uh, the work that, that Tri-County does to make sure that folks are connected, but they're also running broadband, which is very, very helpful for so many in our community. That's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And remember to be a change maker in your community, your commonwealth, and your country.